Hey there, this is Matt. And Sam. And this is Peace Love Grapefruit. The podcast that has nothing to do with grapefruit. Before we start this episode, we're going to bring you over to a commercial. That way, you can listen to the rest of the episode with no commercial interruptions. Thanks for listening. Sam. Grapefruits, Matt and I are unintentionally twinning today. We are wearing the exact same color. And not only are they both pink shirts, but they're exact shade, same shade of pink, mm-hmm. too. It's mm-hmm. pretty... Yep. So if you're not watching our podcast, at least watch this episode for the first five minutes so you can see this greatness. See, yep, just to see what shade of pink. We won't describe the shade of pink. We'll just let you figure it out. Yeah, no, shan't. Shan't do that. Shan't do that. Um, So how are you? How's your new year going? Good. Yeah. It's only the first week. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels, it feels good. It feels like... I don't know. It feels like we, I know everyone said this and like, it's probably ad nauseum at this point, but it does feel like we got over a hurdle of some kind. Like the universe threw us for a loop, but now that we're past it, we can kind of, there's still a lot to go. Like we still have a long road ahead of us, but I don't know. I do, I do feel, I feel different. I feel more energized. I feel better. So whether it was the planets aligning, what was it? Venus and Jupiter, or Jupiter and Saturn aligning, and it did something. Something is in the air. Something is happening. Yep. Something besides COVID is in the air. And we, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like a little lighter. Um, just, yeah, like a little more energized. Um, Nick has decided with one of his friends to do like a 45-day challenge where they go to bed earlier and eat a little healthier and remember to actually eat breakfast and lunch and things like that and like work out and read it's it's supposed to also be like mindfulness too so Mm -hmm. i downloaded my meditation app on his phone and stuff like that but of course if he's going to bed then i'm going to bed around the same time so it's nice that we are getting in those habits because we in 2020 were like hey we're gonna just stay up till 3 a.m it's fine nuts it's not fine. I love that challenge. Yeah, because staying up till three a.m. and then waking up at eight, it's not great. It's not a. It's not a good thing. No. And uh, I do enjoy taking power naps, not every day, but like if you need a nap, I'm I'm all for it. Like if you're yeah. a person who you're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I need a nap. You shouldn't feel ashamed of taking a nap every once in a while. Like sometimes your body just needs that. Um, but I don't advocate for like a two hour nap or a three hour nap. I think like 15 minutes to a half hour is perfect. Can I tell you my tip on power napping? Go for it. So back when I was still teaching, because teachers do not get paid enough in this country, I would oftentimes have to work extra jobs after work, whether it was one or two. A lot of times I would work like closing shifts at like a supermarket or things like that. Really grueling. Um, and I was constantly tired, but my tip for power nap is you have to, you have to be, you have to be methodical about it. It can only be like 30 minutes, 40 minutes tops, but like, I never had 40 minutes in between like teaching and getting to my next job. But you like, I would chug either an espresso or chug a, like a coffee before the nap. So that by the time you take the nap, 
the caffeine has moved through your body and you feel super rejuvenated. Now, granted, I was still in my early 20s then, so who knows? That could have played a hand in it. But um, now that I'm an old, you know, early 30-year-old, um, yep. who knows? I also am a fan of the unintentional nap. Yes. I don't nap as often as I used to, but occasionally on the weekend, I'm reading or watching something on TV and I fall asleep. That's the best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Um, that That's usually how a nap happens for me. Like I'll be reading or I'll be playing my Switch or whatever. And Lucy will come up. Lucy's a huge... Um, she's a witch. That's what it is. She is, but she's also just an... In enab- a good way. Yeah. She's a good witch, but she's an enabler. Um, she's a nap enabler. And she will just, if she sees you sitting on the couch, she will run up to you and lay on you. And then you're like all warm and cozy with her. So you fall asleep. That's what happens. Does she come up in her burrito blanket? <laughs> she's actually on my lap right now. Like she has been. Oh, she's Lucy in a blanket. Oh, my goodness. She's like, put that back on. What are you doing? Hi, Lucy. Hi. She's like, please don't. I don't. I am sleeping. Hi, Lucy. Oh, my goodness. She's so adorable. She's so cute. She's very cute. And clearly in her in her eyes, she's like, this is fine. Okay. All right. Put me down, please. I want to go. We'll be back under the blanket now, please. <laughs> she's ready for it. <laughs> she's always ready for it. She's always ready for an ass. That's all she wants to do in life. And I'm not mad at it. It's fine. Nope. She can do whatever she wants. We, I have a grievance, um, and I'm sure that my neighbors across the street don't listen to this podcast because pretty sure they don't. Um, and if they do, sorry. Sorry for airing my grievances, neighborhood uh, grievances. Their dogs bark constantly, incessantly, um. almost as though we have, like, a dog fighting ring, like, across the street. And it's just annoying. They have all these uh, sheep dogs. I think they're a breeder. Um, and that's fine, but, and the puppies are fine, but then they have an Airedale Terrier as well. And that one barks and then sets all the other dogs off. And like, mm. the puppies, they had like six puppies recently. So they're all barking and they bark at the two Pomeranians on the other side that are like past the fence. And then, so there's like eight dogs all barking at each other at the same time. And oh, jeez. And poor Lucy tries to go outside to go to the bathroom and... They're all, they all just run to the fence on our side of the property and they just like look at her. So she's not happy about it. No, I, I mean, I can't have anyone look at me if I'm trying to go to the bathroom. So yeah, I get it. Of course. It's terrible. But this is in our backyard. So it's, we're the corner house. So they're like separated yep. by like a street. So it's not like our fences are right up against each other. So there's like separation enough. That's good. And we are getting a new fence soon so that it's, like, more enclosed. Because right now we have an ugly... New fence, like... a new fridge. I know. It's crazy. So, fridge news, grapefruits. Yes. I think... Nice segue, Matt. Um, I just got a phone call last night at, like, 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, who the hell is calling me? It was PC Richards. <laughs> this guy, uh, shout out to Alfredo at PC Richards. He has been like tirelessly working for us to try and figure out where the heck our fridge has been rightfully so because i'm pretty sure most customers would be more pissed than i have vocally been except for on this podcast about not getting my fridge and uh i ordered it on labor day 
So where the hell is it? You know, Whirlpool, what are you doing? Um, so they're getting 86 units on Friday and one of them is mine. So he said that we could basically call on Friday and schedule our delivery. Very exciting. Happy, happy me. Yep. Hmm. So Matt, uh, I told Matt about that and uh, he said, what are you going to put in your fridge? Yeah. Like what's first? What's like, what's the first thing you're going to put in there? Pickles. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I just picked up some pickles. I haven't had any yet because I keep forgetting they're in my fridge. Yep. Yep. Very nice. I don't know. It might not be pickles. But I like to organize the door first. Oh, okay. Put the things in. Okay. Maybe not. I'll probably put the frozen things in first because they need to be not left out on your counter. True. True. Mm-hmm. Okay. I haven't really thought about it, but... Now you think about it. The fun new, a fun new adventure. Mm-hmm. And then the old fridge is going to go in the garage. Nice. Okay. Cool. So you're keeping it. We're keeping it. Is and that then... for your meat? You're going to put your meat. Is that your meat fridge? Yeah. <laughs> put meat in there and like ice pops. <laughs> nice. Hey. Well, actually, just... that's yeah. That's like a standard. Like my grandmother has that. She's yep. got like a fridge of just meat and ice fudge pop. pops there from 1992. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I want. You know, just typical garage uh, fridge things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we already have my parents' old garage fridge in our garage. So that is going to go across the street to our neighbors that we like that are across the street in in the front of our house across yep. the, that street. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Great. I love that. Yep, it's good. I love that moment for you. I love that journey for you. Thank you. Um, so I'll just get it out of the way. Okay. It was grapefruits. I had a crappy day. All right. Oh, I no. I did not have a good day, and I'm laughing about it now because you have to in life laugh about bullshit that happens to you. So I had my appointment, as you know, from last week. Talking about it. That I had to go to the New Jersey MVC, which was renamed MVC because New Jersey's stupid. And why? Why did why I? Why not? Why did I have to change it? DMV. I'm gonna keep calling it the DMV because that's what it is, and that's where it's universal. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to the DMV," everyone knows what you're talking about. If you say, "Hey, I'm going to the MVC," they don't know what you're talking about. Are you going to most valuable cologne store? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. You might be. I don't know. Many variable colonials, you know? Who knows? You don't know. I don't know. Marsupial uh, vagrants society with a C? (laughs) With a C? Because they're marsupials. I don't know. Mm. Um, Not sure. So anyway, I, I went today and... The drama started because I just got new ink for my printer to print out the form that I had to bring with me. And it's my own freaking fault for not looking at the form. I was like, okay, I'll print it. I have ink. I'll print it. I'll fill it out like an hour before I go. It's not going to take me long to do. Well, I didn't realize until about 20 minutes before I was leaving that it was asking for my odometer reading. And I don't know how to read my odometer. (laughs) in my car wait what well i know how to do it but like i just wanted to make sure it was correct like i don't know if you accidentally 
reset the miles if that messes with it or if it always stays the same. I just didn't know. So it. it confused me. So I made Nick go out there and do it. And then he texted me what the number was because he was on a call. And that was fine. But then I w was reading because in New Jersey, six points, I don't know, in New Hampshire, Massachusetts, wherever, is the six points of idea thing. Okay. I've you never heard. once heard that. Okay. So in New Jersey, you have to bring. And I've had a license in three different states at this point. Okay. So New Jersey's just completely bonkers. Whatever. <laughs> so in New Jersey, you have to bring six points of identification with you in order to do any sort of thing. Oh, you have to have like three here. So your driver's license, your current driver's license counts as four points right off the bat. Then you can bring like in the past, you could bring like a piece of mail or mm -hmm. your social security card or like your passport or blah, blah, blah. And then there you go. You have all your points. So I have I'm looking. They sent me a thing saying like these are the new six points of ID. Well, you can only use one from column A, one from column B. And then yeah. you one point. For the thing, so I had my social security card and my piece of mail. I couldn't use both. And so then I was short one point, I only had five points. And I was like, well, where the heck am I going to get? A I don't have any of these other things. Because the other things were like a school ID with your picture on it in the last three years. Another one was like um, like a residence card or something like a New Jersey residence card for people who don't have driver's licenses. A library like, card. What? Town, which I don't have because I don't go to the library here and I have my Bridgewater library card from where my parents live but that doesn't count because it's not in my municipality just right. like all these, these crazy things so I was like I don't have any of those things they're gonna arrest me now like what the heck <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna show up and they're gonna just arrest That's, me. I'm going down and so I was all panicky and then I was like well whatever I'm just gonna pretend I didn't know that they switched to the new six points and I'm going to bring my piece of mail, my social security card, my passport and my license. I'll just bring those things because they have those things. And also if you can't identify me by those things. Right. What are you doing? Of, that's a lot of stuff. Right. Some people don't even have passports. Okay. So I digress. I show up and they were so mean. I was standing online. They had everyone spaced out and there were like, 10 other people there outside just in a line spaced out six feet apart and all of the people that were there were old like really old like really 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 old and so which is fine so I'm standing there and the guy screams out does anybody have an appointment time so I raised my hand and he goes well why aren't you in the front of the line and so I'm like uh because it's a line, so you don't just go to the front of it. <laughs> you stand in line wherever you go. So anyway, he goes, what time is your appointment time? I said, 1.35. He said, okay, fine, go in. And so then this lady in front of me was like, how come she gets to go in? And he goes, because it's senior citizen day. And she's not a senior citizen, but I thought she was because she's short like the rest of you. <gasps> no, sir, he said that? Sam, I would have taken him out of the shins. So... Yeah, but he was a lot bigger than I was, so I was just like, okay, well, sir. Well, exactly. That's why you're right at his kneecap. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Push so, him over. I didn't say anything, and I just kind of, like, looked at the lady and shrugged and was like, okay. So I went in, and then you get in, you open the door, and there's a table with no one sitting at the table. So I was like, so I asked the guy, I was like, do I need 
to check in here. And he goes, I said, go in real nasty to me. And I was like, I am probably one of the nicer people that you're going to encounter today. So why are you being rude to me, sir? That's crazy. And I was all flustered before I even got there and was trying to make sure I had like my stoggles and my, my mask and my, my purse and like all of my six freaking points of ID and all this crap. Like, and I just wanted to make sure I wasn't touching unnecessary things because then I had to sanitize and it was the whole thing. So then I finally get in, he tells me which way to go rudely. And then I walk in and then I encounter another line and inside the DMV, MVC, whatever, it was completely empty it was like really, really nicely spread out. Like there were, you know, there was no one anywhere near me. There was probably like 18 feet between me on either side of people. So that made me feel happy. And that's the whole point of the appointment time. So then they make an announcement over the thing and they're like, it's now approaching two o'clock. It is senior citizen day. <laughs> it's like are- a party about to start? I don't know. So they're like, we're only seeing senior citizens now after 2 p.m. If you are not a senior citizen, please leave. Literally. And I'm like, so do I have to leave? Because I'm standing here. But he already checked me in. So am I allowed to stay? So I asked the lady sitting at the thing. I'm like, I just like kind of like waved at her. And she's like, yeah. What do you, what? And I was like, am I allowed to still be in this line if I'm not a senior? And she's like, yeah, you're already in the line. So just stay there. Like just the rudest like, rude people. for no reason for no reason for no reason so finally i i see people you know how like at a dmv there's people always like filling out their paperwork also because yes. they're like stupid and didn't do it beforehand or they yes. just got, or they just got their forms just then or they filled something out wrong whatever they should have a separate spot for them but those always- are decoys those are actors paid to be there fine but they're always just in the way like go <laughs> go somewhere else So then the security guard comes back over to me and he comes like right next to me and is like, ma'am, you have to go into, into the line. And I was like, oh, well, all these people are here. So I just wanted to make sure I was being social distanced from them, blah, blah. And he's like, just go like, no, just hate their, their hate their lives. That's, that's what it is. So I get to the front of the line. I go to the lady and she's supposed to check my six points of ID. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. here we fucking go. They're going to. Tell me that I have that I have to be arrested or that I have to just <laughs> straight up. I like. Can you imagine if she was like, "Ma'am, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to be arrested." <laughs> and you just, what were you? How would you respond? Like, all right. I would. It was crying. good. It was a good run. I, would, I, I would literally just start crying. After all of that meanness beforehand, I would just start crying. So then, she goes. So I hand her my form, which I had already pre-filled out with all of my information on it, the odometer reading, blah, blah. So I hand it to her and she goes, I don't need this. And I said, okay, uh, do you need my license? Like, what do you need? And she goes, your name and appointment time. Like oh my God. the nastiest thing ever. And she's like looking me up and down and she goes, she goes, excuse me, ma'am. And I say, yeah. And she goes, don't hand me anything until you sanitize your hands. So I did. And then she was like, no, you have to use our hand sanitizer. We don't know what's in that. As though wow. I had some sort of crazy, not real hand sanitizer. 
Okay. So then she stamps my paper, doesn't even look at it, by the way. And she goes, go over there. Doesn't point anywhere. Just says, go over there. Waves her hand like around. And I was like, which way, left or right? And she goes, follow the signs. So I was like, okay, great. So I follow the signs, whatever. And she goes, excuse me, ma'am, sit down, please. And I said, I'm just going to stand next to this chair. Thank you. I didn't want to sit on their dirty DMV chairs. Sorry, I'm not going to do it. So I just stood where a chair was. They were all spaced out and I just stood there. And she goes, you can have a seat. They're not going to call you yet. And I was like, she kept like saying stuff to me. Why is that her concern? It's not. So I was like, okay, like, thanks. And I just pretended not to hear her. And I was just like on my phone texting you and Nick and my mom about how mean the DMV people were. Oh my God. And then like three seconds later, the guy, the, the guy calls me over to have my registration renewed. And he was like the nicest guy ever. Oh, that's good. And I told him, I said, you, sir, should be the face of this DMV, MVC, whatever the crap you're calling yourselves these days. Mm-hmm. Because all these other people are are miserable they're just miserable people and further on senior citizen day should these other people that i encountered have to be working on that day because you know the senior citizens have way more questions than i do right or they can't hear and you're gonna have to repeat things yeah so you should have like the most patient nicest people working on 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 a tuesday right i don't know it was crazy and then he informed me that my registration was going to expire the one that i renewed was going to expire again on on february in february because i waited a whole year to get it done so it's like so i have to come back in february and he goes he like saw how horrified i was and he and he goes oh no no he goes sweetheart he goes i'll just extend it for a year he goes you pay for the two years together but then you don't have to come back till 2022 and i was like and I said, and actually, I can do it online, though, next time. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Thank yeah. you. And I understand that that story was way too long-winded, but I had to vent no. it out because yeah. it really was stressful. It really was. And then I got into the parking lot afterwards, and these old people are, are standing there in line, and they just look like – and the guy's yelling at one of the ladies because she – he's like, I told you already you have to come back again because you don't have the right documents. And she goes, I already drove home twice. This, this poor lady probably drove home three times already just to get her stupid six points of ID. An 80-year-old, 80-plus-year-old person should not have to do all of that. They should no. have a separate little card for them that they mail them that has all of their stuff, like, preloaded. So they don't have right. to, like, dig through stuff. And then I get to my car, and this other lady was obviously also very old. Because I came on Senior Citizen Day. And she's like, excuse me, dear. Um, I can't make out what the, parking num- what the parking space number says. Do we need that in there? It's a free lot. No, lady, you don't. But do you think if that's the question she's asking me, she's not going to ask the DMV people a thousand right. questions when she gets in there? Right. I am Man. your problems. And they had to be rude to me. What's happening in Jersey? I don't think I've ever had, I've never had, I can't remember back to New York because I was so young, but um, Massachusetts, New Hampshire was awesome. New Hampshire was a breeze. They were so nice in there. The appointment schedule was great. They were awesome. I had no problem with 
I've had, never had a problem with people in the DMV. They've always been very pleasant to me. That's good. Well, one thing that I'll also add to my story is that they didn't even look at my six points of identification. I was going to say, how, did you get by? <laughs> Clearly. She just stamped my form and that's it. She didn't even look at it. And then I was assuming that the guy was going to ask for it when I went up to that window, and he didn't. He was like, oh, this is just a renewal. Yeah. Yeah, a renewal that I could have done online or over the phone because you idiots are idiots. And that's it. That's That's all we're going to say about it. You idiots are idiots. You idiots are idiots. Really really ground my gears today. Nice. Good use of the past tense. Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of grounds, I got my coffee pot. <gasps> yes. I did not get my coffee filters. They were supposed to come today. Now they are coming Friday with my beard balm. I know, weird, but I think that's my Amazon day, so that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I think I have like Mondays and Fridays mm-hmm. as Amazon days. Mm-hmm. So I tried this morning to use the paper towel technique to make a filter, and it did not work out well. But I think... This, my scientific hypothesis is because I used two paper towels instead of just one, and I didn't put enough grounds in it, so mm-hmm. I, it just was not good. So I might try it again tomorrow, or I might just wait. I have a I have iced coffee that I bought because I knew I would have to get a new coffee pot, um, so I might just like hold out and drink my Starbucks iced coffee, and then wait for the actual filter to come. So I like, that's I like it. it. Fun, cool story, huh? It was. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. I, Let's get into it, because I want to talk about something. What were you going to say? I was going to say, I was just checking the tracking on something that I sent. Um, I sent something to our friend Steve, uh, because he used it at our house one time, and it's like a $5 thing, like not a big deal. And so I just he just texted us and was like, hey, I, I don't see it can you check the tracking? And I said, sure. So I just did. And it said it was left in his mailbox. I don't know what you're doing, Steve. You also, go check it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> these are, these are really great stories today. I, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry to whoever is listening to this, but um, twice you chose to listen to this podcast. Exactly. You want to be a part of the conversation. You want to know what's happening in our lives. This is what happens in our lives. This is what it is. Um, Did you go back and watch the ending and the credits of Yearly Departed? It's okay if you didn't, but I will tell you. Okay. So I'm not going to. So Yearly Departed, it's on Amazon. It is funny. There are some parts that are funnier than others. I agree with you that it was like weird. I think it's how it was filmed with green screens. Whatever. All I want to say about it is the part that I found hysterical is at the end, Christina Aguilera is there and they do it in memoriam, which is really funny. That's why I said watch that part because that's actually one of the funny, I thought was one of the funnier parts. But she's singing, I will remember you. Nice. Like, I will remember, you get it. In the background, they pan to Tiffany Haddish and she's like slow, like, like, uh, what? oh God, why am I think I'm blanking on the name twerking twerking she's like slow twerking and i thought that was funny but it was even funnier because in the credits they show how they're filming it and they have like outtakes and she's doing it and then she stops and she goes to the per the cameraman or one of the producers she goes 
why am I why am I dancing again? What's the intention? And you just hear someone say, Oh, Christina Aguilera is singing I Will Remember You. And I thought it was the funniest thing ever. That is so funny. <laughs> That's it. It What's was like it was here? fun. Yeah. <laughs> right. I um wrote down the only things that I thought were funny about that before I stopped watching it. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you in the grapefruits. Um, I thought it was was horrible. Um didn't like it. <laughs> you can't say that stuff when I'm when I have water in my mouth. Sorry. Especially okay. coconut water because it burns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay, so I thought it was funny that they said that we were all slob kebabs this year, and I just thought that the <laughs> the phrase was funny. Um I loved Sterling K. Brown as a six foot marker of yes of six feet separation um and then uh i thought it was funny i thought rachel brosnahan was funny ish um i didn't think that the writing was really that funny and i thought that none of them looked like they were they were just reciting something like it looked like a Mm -hmm. practice like dress rehearsal it didn't seem to me like they were like really on um and i that does make sense that they were just reacting to they didn't have any like chairs. Comments. They were reacting to chairs. Just chairs and um, yeah, so that that could probably be hard. But I did think that the the rich girl Instagram influencer situation was funny. Um, whoever that was that did that one said it should come as no surprise as you have died many times before. And then there was like a slideshow of like different things that rich girl Instagram influencers said they were deceased over, like. Oh, that bag's so cute. I'm totally dead. Like, <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um, and yeah, I didn't really relate to, like, the sex pod thing or, like... Yeah. Different, like, things like that. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. I, d- I just didn't relate to certain things. So I guess I didn't think they were as funny. But I thought the Sarah Silverman one was the best. So I didn't watch any of it right. past past that so that's why i like can't comment on it but i do know that they obviously like made fun of trump and like made fun of like you know different things which obviously like hilarious whatever fine but um i don't know i just wanted it to be more roast like and just a little bit funnier that's all yeah totally that's it um i thought it could uh, be better i like the concept i, thought it I agree be i agree um on a better note of things i've i've been watching or have watched i finally watched onward and like hands down i know it came out last year but like that is the best film i've watched in 2021 yet i mean i know we're only a couple days in but like i hadn't watched it i mean i feel like that film was made for me because of the mythical creatures i thought the comedy was hilarious i liked it better than soul and that's probably because it was a fantasy based one but i thought it was like I thought it was great. And it was so emotional with them wanting their dad. But like then also like I think it was more emotional for me because in the end, not to spoil it, but like it's about two brothers. And in the end, they realized that like they have each other. And I think like especially going down to New York, like I was able to particular with both my brothers, but like as I get older, I think like our relationships have become stronger. But especially between, you know, my oldest brother and I, because I got to see him um a lot. I've I think that's why I got emotional. But yeah. um, 
Oh, I, I, I cried like a friggin' baby watching that movie. So it was very good. And it was funny. And like all their films, like it was just, it was just great. Um, and then the other thing I watched on Disney Plus, I don't know if you've seen it yet. It's a Spark short. It's called Burrow. It's new. It's literally like six minutes. It's so wicked, adorable, cute, awesome animation. But it's about a bunny just trying to find home. And then she yeah. realizes she needs friends to help her. It's great. Like simple message, but I, I loved it. Yeah, she has to ask all of her friends to help her because she accidentally... Uh, Almost kills them all. <laughs> taps into the bottom of the earth and and taps into like the water the water starts going through in all of their houses and stuff but mm -hmm. but yeah and then she gets like the big badger guy to yes. help yes. and he summons all of his all of the other woodland creatures with his roar yeah it's very cute i like that too yeah um yeah i i also agree with you about onward i did like it better than soul as well um, they're different. They're totally different movies, and I like them right. both for different reasons. But um, a lot of people didn't like Onward. I think that they didn't like uh, like the Manticore and like the different. I loved it. I loved all of it. I thought it was great. Um, and yeah, Pixar always just has that that thing that just that that thing about them. Disney and Pixar both do, where it's just an elevated emotional journey that you're on. It's not just like right. silliness for this or like oh this is some kids thing and only kids can relate to it i think it's important that they're making adults feel stuff too oh yeah when they and i feel like as i get older the more i pick up obviously that just makes sense but like the more i pick up on like the more i can connect to it or even like when i watch movies that i watched as a kid um the more things i pick up on because you just you're aware of more you have more life experiences so you connect things better Mm -hmm. And that's just science. So, oh, yeah. of course. Just, of course. just scientists speaking science over here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. Speaking of Disney Pixar movies, I asked our podcast Grapefruit Peeps on our Instagram page to ask us anything. I do this from time to time. And sometimes we get good questions. Sometimes nobody cares. <laughs> um, grapefruits! I... I'm going to get out of my soapbox again. Interact with us. Send us stuff. We want to talk to you. Um, don't be shy. And if you don't want your name put on the podcast, that's fine. You can just be like, I want this to be anonymous. That's totally yeah. cool with us. Come on, Joanna. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Um, so our good friend of the show, uh, Amy, my one of my very best friends, she was the only one who responded, but we will answer her question. Um, mm -hmm. She asked... What do we think is the most underrated Disney film? Oh, underrated. I think she's overrated. 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 Because underrated. Okay. underrated is very easy for me, but um, overrated is tough. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, yeah. I will say my answer first while you're thinking, if you want. Okay. Yes, please. Because it might be the same. So I know everyone loves this movie. And it's going to make a lot of people mad. That, But I do think it's overrated. I think that The Nightmare Before Christmas is overrated a lot. Like, I think... Okay. And I think the reason why is because I think Hot Topic ruined it. <laughs> I could see that, yes. I think that there's so... It would be a better movie if Hot Topic didn't get its hands on it and make everything, like, 
oh, it's got to be, like, dark and spooky and, like, I don't know. I think it's a more uplifting film than that it's given credit for it sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, they make it into, yeah. like, oh, well, it's... I think all Tim Burton things get, like, that rap sometimes. Like, oh, well, just because it's stylized, it falls into, like, a horror genre, kind of? Not really. Right. That, oh, it has to be weird and quirky and, like... Yeah. Like, like The Nightmare Before Christmas is not Edward Scissorhands. Like, they're different. Right. And even that is, like, an uplifting like beautiful inspiring story just because scissorhands is kind of like has that look and aesthetic to him doesn't mean that i don't know do you know what i'm trying to say yes i do i do it's funny because originally like that wasn't going to be a disney film like that was very that was like last minute like in the final moment where it became it got back into disney so it's i i get what you're saying um i don't i don't think that but i i understand and respect your opinion all right, I think mine will send shockwaves as well. Just because this isn't my favorite princess. Okay. Of all the old school princesses, of all the princesses out there, she is not my favorite. Um, I think Cinderella is an overrated. If you, had said, if you had said Little Mermaid, I was going to literally... Oh, absolutely not. Just no, Little Mermaid, away. I think Little Mermaid, Sleeping Beauty, and Beauty and the Beast are like, when I think of princesses... Now, like old school princesses, that's what I think of. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like I would much rather take Pocahontas as a film over Cinderella. Sure. I just don't, and maybe, maybe just because like I didn't really like it as a kid. Maybe if I watch it again, it might be different. But like, I just don't think, and I just sure. don't think it's yeah great. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's like the same with with like the um, Nightmare Before Christmas for me I think it's a great film I, I have no issue with the film itself but I just think it's become overrated or like mm-hmm. overplayed over commercialized like it's yeah. just too much like leave it alone give some attention to other movies maybe like yeah. you want something dark and creepy how about watch The Black Cauldron yeah oh I love The Black Cauldron that's pretty creepy Black Cauldron Page Master, Page really Master. Good. yeah yeah like bring back some stuff like that mm-hmm. I don't know that's my thoughts. I but I agree with you. Cinderella's, um, it's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. I feel the same way about, well, I hate Snow White. I just don't like it at all. It's creepy. Don't get me wrong. I like the characters. They were, they were always the sure. iconic characters. If I'm in the parks, like, it's so much fun seeing the ugly stepsisters interact with people. Like, that's always great. But, no. Gus Gus. Like, I'm always going to love Gus Gus. But, yeah. no, thank you. I can't. I don't have to watch it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Okay, I would ask. Good question. Yeah, I thought it was a good, good question. Um, do you feel like that about any Pixar movies? What? That they're overrated? Yeah, any Pixar ones overrated. So I will say that I do feel that, and it, I, it pains me to say this just because of how groundbreaking it was, because it was their first film. But I think the original Toy Story is overrated. Yeah. I don't think it's. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Because all the other ones, I don't know, like I love. So one thing I will say about Onward is before that. So Finding Nemo is my favorite Pixar film of all time. Okay. The, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but Onward might be, I love Toy Story, but like Onward might be up there. I don't know. It's, I, Pixar's tough, tougher for me to, because like I say Toy Story, but I really don't mean it because like, it's like, oh, Lucy. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. Pixar is tough because they're so different from each other, and they're so each one is so groundbreaking in terms of what it's doing to push that forward. I think Toy Story maybe for me is overrated because there's just so many of them. Yeah, yeah. Like I, maybe just the world is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I think uh, the last Toy Story movie wasn't that great, to be honest with you. But I think they should have just like let it die. Or just live where it lives, and that's it. Right. Um, I I think for Pixar films, I don't think it was ever touted as a good film, to be honest with you. But I just don't like my least favorite is the Good Dinosaur. I thought it was just bad. Um, oh, I haven't even seen that, so I yeah. don't even. I wasn't even thinking. I forgot that was Pixar. It's not that good. I don't like it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's so many. That's why it's like there's so many other good ones that it just to me was lackluster similar like obviously woody buzz rex like ham like ham like they're always going to be iconic characters but like after seeing the third one i was like this this story i think is done yeah um for me for me right so um no I, i agree i also don't like the cars movies hot take yeah i guess i i mean yeah. When I put them against the other ones that I love, like Finding Nemo is just like an amazing film. And now like like with Onward and, you know, uh, Brave, you know, like when I think about when I yeah. think about those, I'm like, yeah, some of them don't hold up because yeah. I just like the story better, mm-hmm. you know, for some reason. So I do love the Cars ride, though, and Cars Land at, at the Disney parks is amazing. So never did it. <gasps> the Cars ride is so cool. Well, they have a bunch of rides, but the one you're like in a car and you like speed around on on Route 66. It's so cool. It's kind of like test track, but it goes a little bit faster. Cool. I I also think that Monsters, Inc. is one of the best Pixar films ever. And I I like the sequel, too. And that's the thing, too. Like, if the sequel holds up, you know, the one was pretty good. But then, like, if they did a Monsters three or like a four like all right yeah i agree go um yeah because i liked toy story too yeah yeah it made sense and then andy was like ready to go to college and we're done Mm -hmm. great cool yeah um i did not watch i did not read anything in the script um that's okay at all because i just like whatevs i will read it on the fly so i did not know that you had this new goal for 2021 which is to watch all of the marvel universe films in order and i like that idea and maybe i'll do it with you because i want to do that too i also really want to watch the star wars films in order and i know michelle was saying she's going to send us a list of how to do that like which list she found but Nick also found a list for Star Wars anyway that flip flops two of the movies. Did you hear about this? Like, yeah, order? there's like a bunch of orders out there. There's even one that like incorporates the Clone Wars cartoon in there. I don't know. When it comes to things like that, um, I'm much more a fan of live action Star Wars than the cartoon. Me too. Um, I've tried. I've tried watching Clone Wars, and it just it's not for me. Um, so I'm just a fan of 
pick the order like you can either do like in in sequential like one through nine or you can do four five six one two three you know seven eight nine whichever i don't know i know that story so well now that like i feel like it doesn't matter however i watch it i know what happened before and i know what happened afterwards exactly Exactly. yeah to me it doesn't bother me but like i think and i wasn't even talking about the cartoon ones but i just uh the one order that he that nick found was something to do with the fact of like spoiler alert the darth vader death stuff and like anakin his his journey is a little bit more um i don't know but i don't i'm always because like you're saying you already know it so why why would it matter I usually tell people if I know it's the first time they've watched it, they're like they haven't seen any Star Wars films, Mm -hmm. is start with the ones from the 70s and 80s. Because if that's not going to hook you, like you're not going to don't start with the Hayden Christensen ones because they are they're not great. Like I I enjoy them for like what they are for in the story, but they're not great films. So like if you start with those, like I would worry as a newcomer that you would just be like, I'm not I'm not watching this. And there is some overall the Star Wars films, I think I've said this before, like they're they're not great films. Like they're not these amazing films. Um, Yeah, yeah. But but I love them, but I would never start with one, two, three. Because if I started with one, two, three, I'd be like, No, I I don't. These are terrible. Yeah. So I mean I would do it now just to like just for fun because that's where the story starts. Like, I, I also don't think that they're the greatest films, but I going into it knowing that they're not, I think you're fine. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. If you if you know that someone's doing it for the first time, like don't don't start with those. And the Marvel movies, how would you even? What do you mean? So so this <laughs> is this is cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so my goal is I'm trying to do less of. I'm trying to watch less of series right now, at least in the beginning, because, um, or I'm only watching like series if it's like a show I've already started watching and the new season comes out. Cause mm-hmm. I, I have, as I've talked about, I have so many books I want to read and I just want to like spend more time off of screens if I can. And what I'm enjoying doing is, uh, watching like one-off things, so watching documentaries or watching like limited series and things like that. Once that like once I'm done, they're kind of done. Um, mm-hmm. But the Marvel movies interest me because I've seen all of them from phase you know phase one, phase two, phase three. But I never because of how they came out in movie theaters, I never watched them in a certain order. So there's a couple ways you can watch them, and Disney Plus has this great thing that now they break it down for you. Mm-hmm. So you can either watch them how they came out in films uh, in movie theaters so you can watch like all phase one all phase two all phase three but i think what i'm going to do is watch them chronologically so based on the time period in which they take place so it's like it's weird because like that one it's the first captain american film captain america film and then uh captain marvel because that takes place in the 90s which is like the next one um which is not how they came out like captain marvel only came out like two, three years ago. So um, I might do that. I don't know when I'm going to start it, but I think that's going to be my next undertaking, I guess. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, I love every single Marvel movie. I don't have one that I don't like. If somebody asked me, like, which one is the most overrated, I I have. Maybe, maybe the Hulk movie. Um, I haven't 
haven't so, seen both of them. <laughs> okay, so those, I don't even consider those as part of this, well, they're not part of this Marvel Cinematic Universe unless they're in a different timeline because yeah, it's I'm, not the same Hulk. It's not Mark Ruffalo. Right. Well, no, that's Who's what I mean. My I, Hulk. I mean, yes. Yeah. Well, I was um, just going to say I love Mark Ruffalo and yeah. I, I haven't seen the other two Hulk movies, actually, so that's why I was going to say... Yeah, don't. And and the other like Spider-Man ones with 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 Tobey Maguire, don't like watch watch the ones their own specifically by Disney. Mm-hmm. Like those are those are the those are the MCU ones, and those yeah. are the those are the other ones. Um, I think for me, and this is like everyone's answer is Thor two. I understand why it's there, and it makes more sense later on um, for like the Avenger films, but it's it's not a great film. Yeah, I agree. Thor 3, though, is amazing. Yeah, really good. Really good. I've seen every single movie, and I love it. I love Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love, love. Um, but yeah, just all of them are really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I'm excited to see the new uh, WandaVision and the Loki show. Yes. I want to yes. Yeah. This will be good. Um, you had lots of adventures. In the I water. did. Please yes. just. Okay, so I'm going to combine two things that I put in there. So I have adventures outside and adventures indoors. So remember how I said I don't have, I haven't, I haven't seen a spider yet. Like I haven't seen really any bugs. I had one silverfish mm-hmm. in my sink one morning. Those are the ones where like all the legs and they're really gross. Don't like them. Um, however, my coffee table in my living room is really cool. It's like this giant piece of like essentially driftwood and it's got a glass top on it. And now the other day I was doing yoga and I was in Savasana. So I was in my corpse pose and I looked over and I saw that there was a cobweb that I didn't get in one of the crevices. And I was like, what if this is like a bug's life and they're all living in there? And I just have like a city of bugs living in my living room. And part of me is like, that's gross. But part of me is like, that's really exciting. Um, So that's my theory and I'm sticking to it. But I also have a ladybug that showed up around like New Year's Day. Her name is Malone after I called her that because of Bugsy Malone. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of hanging out in different parts of my apartment. Although the other day she was on one of my side tables and now she's not there. So I hope I didn't kill her accidentally. I hope she's just hiding somewhere. I found out that they come in from the winter for the winter because it's warm and dry. So it's actually like you're doing a service for them, which is nice. So I hope she's still here and I hope she's safe and she can stay here as long as she wants. I'm saying that now into the ether so that Malone hears it. Um, so those are my adventures indoors. My adventures outdoors have been nuts. So I go on walks all the time just today. And I know you posted it to our, our podcast Instagram page. Um, there was a Fox outside my window across the road, just climbing along he looked, he looked a little scared, but I think it was just because he was nervous about the cars. He crossed um, the road safely. I was, like, prepared to go out there and, like, save him. I but would. But he was beautiful. And, like, a lot of times when I see foxes, like, they're scrawny. Um, he was not. He was he was thick with two Cs. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, um, absolutely. He was, like, a beautiful orange color, too. He wasn't, like, mm-hmm. a weird mangy-looking No. Thing. So. My mom asked me, she was like, how'd you see that? I was like, well, it's a mostly gray background. And then there's just like a giant blur of orange. Like, I saw it out of the corner of my eye, too. And I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. So, obviously whipped my phone out and took a video of it. Um, but 
last week I was walking and there was this deer that was kind of like almost looked like it was like running along with me. I was just walking. I wasn't running, but like it was in people's backyards and it kept like jumping out and like looking towards me and then like jumping away. And then like it kept, it happened for like, I would say like 10 minutes. So that was really cool. Um, (laughs) But the scariest one was when I was crossing one of the marshes and there were two like pheasants chilling in there. And then as I got closer to them without, without notice, without prior you know, notice to me, they took off like zero to 60 right towards my head. I don't think they were coming at my head, but that's what it looked like. So I was like, oh my God, it's very scary. But yeah, so I love, I love where I live because I see all this great, this great, this nature. So mm-hmm. very, it's very exciting. It is exciting. It's, uh, it's exciting in, in a funny way to me too. Like when my Italian relatives came over to New Jersey like many years ago for uh, my wedding and like my cousin's wedding a couple years prior when they came to visit they were like amazed by just like deer (laughs) just like a squirrel just like different things that were um, just around and Mm -hmm. that we take for granted sometimes you know we see them all the time and and it's so funny Lucy hi Lucy oh she's up she's like nope I'm going back down She's smacking her lips, making noises like a crazy little dog that she is. She can leave at any time. I mean, I'm not holding. She just chooses not to. Chooses not to. She's like, hey. She's like, no, shant. Shant. Not only is she in a blanket, but I also have fuzzy pants on. So she is very excited about that. She's toasty warm. Mm -hmm. Toasty warm. Very nice. Um, I forgot to mention one other adventure that I'm having indoors. Uh, so I got these. I saw this in the script. Okay. <laughs> and grapefruits, I swear, sometimes it's more fun for me to just not look at whatever Matt types in here until we are actually recording. And I did that today, and I am not disappointed. Matt wrote, Matt's new toilet bowl cubes. <laughs> Okay, so I got these things, and so normally I have something, you know, that I can put in my toilet, whether it's, like, an insert or a gel that keeps it clean. It, like, prevents that, like, that that lime, that toilet lime scale, keeps it fresh, like, cleans it as it flushes, right? I clean my toilet, but this is just, like, a nice preventive thing that's every day. There's a new product, or at least new to me, and it's, like, these toilet bowl cubes, and they look like these, like, cubes, and, like, there's, like, a light blue layer and a dark blue layer. Well, basically, you put it in the tank of the toilet, and it turns your water blue, and it cleans it every flush. Okay. Because it turns your water blue, I don't know if you can see where this is going, but I can now do science in my bathroom, because when I pee, I can tell based on not only the color, this is going to be gross, but I'm going to say it, whatever, the color of my urine, but also the color that the water turns, I know if I have to drink more water or not. And that's where I'm going to leave it, because the the water in the toilet will turn a different shade of green based on how much water I drink because of the blue water in there. I think it's just so much fun. <laughs> well, I like it. I like that you are, are uh, you're a color scientist. You are blending new shades of greens, blues, aquas, maybe. You never know. 30 shades of green. 30 shades of 50 green. 50 shades of green. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. 
I like it. No, um, there is very little that grosses me out um, ever. So I, I think that my mom's side of the family, like, they all talk about poop more than any people that I know. My uncle's also a gastroenterologist, so we hear a lot of poop stories um, <laughs> in general. We all have IBS or some sort of agita problem in our family. So really not, not anything. I mean, my sister and I will literally, like, text each other and be like, oh, my God, like, just complaining about stomach cramps and gurgles and bubbles and not just all kinds of things. My mom and sister both, I'm embarrassing them right now probably, but I don't care. They both, like, okay. need to know whenever they go into a restaurant, like, where the bathroom is, like, just in case. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I have the opposite problem. I don't need to know where the bathroom is. I just have problems going to the bathroom in general. Like, I, I don't like using public restrooms. I used to be that way when I was a lot younger, and I think at a certain point, the switch just hit and I got over it. But I get the I get the reasoning and the rationale behind it especially yeah. now yeah like oh, yeah. i avoid that i avoid public restrooms yeah. unless it's absolutely necessary but like sometimes it is absolutely necessary and you just have to you have to um yeah suck it up yep yep so yeah so i've been doing science in, like my, in my bathroom right. um yeah uh so earlier you were talking about going to bed trying to go to bed earlier yeah. Which, like, it's funny because my mom and my dad are trying to do that as well. And my mom today, I was talking to her on the phone, and she was like, yeah, so we're trying to go to bed earlier. So I'm like, at least if I'm, like, sleeping by 11, I was like, oh, my God, I'm already sleeping by, like, three hours. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. I just, especially the past few nights, I think I've been sleeping by 8.30. But to my, in my defense, I get up at 5, and I either go to the gym or I exercise at home. So, like, I'm up early, and I'm, like go, go, go from 5 a.m. until like 5 p.m. So, um, you know, I, I usually, I eat dinner and then I'm, in, I'm reading in bed by like 8 p.m. or like the latest 9 p.m. and I'm sleeping. But because I've been going to sleep earlier, I've been getting better sleep, I found. And my dreams, Sam, have been cuckoo, not so like crazy, out like bizarre. Like I, yeah. I don't sleep well. And so, like, it, I, I have never had this many nights of dreams where I've, they've been so vivid that I remember them. Um, so, one of them, I'll talk about, okay, so I'm going to talk about this one. One of them was, I was in this play, and it was a musical. It was like a Christmas Carol Peter Pan hybrid musical. And I was playing Captain Candy Cane Hook. <laughs> and... Like, I did the whole thing. Like, I went, I, like, it was, like, one of those dreams that, like, pans across time. So, like, I remember rehearsals. I went to sound check and lighting, like, tech. Yeah. I was in performances. I remember I was in a musical number where, like, the lights were kind of down on us in the background. And there was a soloist in the front. And this one kid actor, like, he must have been, like, seven, kept talking. And I had to, like, take him off stage mid-performance. Like, all these, like, weird details. And then we got to a scene that I didn't remember my lines. And I remember that's what woke me up because I was so, like, my heart was racing. I hate, I hate that. I hate that feeling. I had a team last night that I was on a cruise boat performing in a show. And it was an equity show. And I was, like, a new person. I was non-equity. I was trying to get my equity card. And, like, one of the scenes was, like, a dance number where we had to, like, 
we were all in like this line. So we made like a curtain of people and the line was always supposed to like do the same thing. So it was always supposed to do this around the person singing and come back out. But every time it would come back out, I would never pivot. Right. So I was always out like this. So I was causing issues. So they had to shut down the show and like apologize to the audience that like one of the actors just literally, they said, I'm sorry that one of our actors couldn't get his shit together. We will be back momentarily. And like I got reamed, and because my heart was racing, that's what woke me up. It was crazy. That's so crazy. You're like the okay. cat friends. Pivot, pivot. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, the weirdest one though. Okay, so those were bizarre, but the weirdest one. I was in my parents' kitchen. I was playing. I can't remember what it was. I th- I was playing chess. Okay, I'm glad I wrote this down because I couldn't remember. All right, so I'm playing chess in my parents' kitchen. With the Harry Potter cast, but it's not the characters. It's it's not like, it's it's not like the the. I'm sorry, it's not the actors. So it wasn't like Dan Radcliffe, Rupert Grint, Emma Watson. It was Hermione Granger, Harry Potter, and Ron Weasley, and it's the three of them against me playing wizard's chess. I don't know why this came up because I wasn't. I haven't read Harry Potter. Like I thought about it. So they were like dream people that like you don't know, like playing those characters. No. No, they were those three actors, but in the dream, they weren't themselves. They were their characters. Got it, got it. And they were, like, older. like So they were, like, my age, right? Because, like, that's, they're our age. Sure, yeah. We're playing Wizard's Chess, or, like, I think it was, like, Harry Potter versus me. So, like, Dan Radcliffe versus me. And the other two were cheering him on, but no one was cheering me on. In my parents' kitchen, like, in my actual parents' kitchen. Were you on the chessboard, like, walking on it, like, in the movie? No, no. We're sitting at the kitchen table playing. Sorry. And no, it's okay. Out of nowhere, uh, Harry Potter starts coughing up, like, really, like, hacking a lung. And this, like, I know it's blood. I knew in the dream that it was blood, but it doesn't look like blood. It's, like, jello. And it starts streaming out of his mouth. Like, it's co- he's coughing it up. And it's just, like, this weird, like, it almost looked like chewed up red jello. That's what kept coming up. And then... He coughs finally, like this big triumphant cough, and he burps into his hand a cap to a blue raspberry push pop. Oh. Now, I haven't had a push pop since I was a child. I wasn't thinking about push pops. I had no idea. There was some weird, deep subconscious like thing that pulled that out. That's and that's when I woke up. He yeah. coughed out that just the cap, that blue cap with the little pen cap thing. Mm-hmm. To blue raspberry push pop. I would love for someone to analyze that dream because yeah. I have no idea what this means. So, I I don't know what that means at all. I can't help you there. I wasn't gonna try and offer some some sort of spiritual guidance, okay. but I will say that I've been having some wacko dreams lately as well. And when they when they are that vivid like that, like what you just described, like they stick with you all day and you're just like, what? How the hell? And like sometimes my brain, like I'll wake up and I'll remember it for like a half hour and then it just goes out of my head and I don't remember it. But other times like I will keep remembering different details about the dream throughout the day, like different colors and like different things that people said and like different weird things. So reading this in the script has triggered like as you were talking, like, before, before you even were talking about mm-hmm. this, I started writing down stuff about dreams that I've had the last three days. And they're just weird, like, just weird dreams. Like, I had a dream um, about 
Nick and all of our friends, but most of them were dream people um, that I don't know. They just were random dream freaks. They We were on a lake in a cabin in the woods somewhere. And we all went tubing, even though you tube on a river, not really in a lake, but it was a river. I don't know. It was a river. Doesn't matter. And there was a dream person and they pulled me underneath, like by my feet, like through the tube. And then I was like drowning, but not really drowning because I could still breathe and I could still see everything that was happening. And under the water was like all these different things from like different movie characters, like different things that like must have been dragged under there, like old timey bicycles and like a spinning wheel and like all these different like really weird things. And then Nick like kicked the guy in the face and then (laughs) I floated to the top and that was the end of the dream. I woke up like it was really weird. Um, And then what else did I write on here? There was the other one. You said something about a roller coaster. Roller coaster. Okay. So the roller coaster, I hate roller coasters in real life. Like hate them in my dream. I was building roller coasters, like the roller coaster tycoon game, kind of. But like, we were, it wasn't anybody that I knew in the dream, but it was just me and like this team of people. And we had to make these roller coasters. And they were like, it was kind of like Sugar Rush, but with roller coasters. So like we had a theme (laughs) and then we had to go and like construct these roller coasters with like big cranes and like all this stuff. And I was like, had a hard hat on and like a clipboard. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'd make it taller. We only have an hour left. And it's like, oh my God. none of those roller coasters would be safe to go on after an hour or like five hours of working on it. It was like ridiculous. Um, hold on one second. Nick is at Whole Foods and he wants to know what, <laughs> what our code is so that he can use the Amazon. Yeah, because you can scan it. Yep. You can, like, scan your... You know what I'm talking about. I cannot wait. They're opening up a Whole Foods in Portsmouth, and I hope that means because of my proximity, I'll finally be able to use, like, the marketplace on Amazon. I was thinking even just today, because, like, I got a lot of fresh produce, but now I feel like... I think I talked about this already to you, not on the pod, but off the pod, um, that I feel like now I'm just, like, trying to voraciously consume things because I don't want them to go bad. Yeah. But I feel like there's, like... And the problem with that is, like, I eat all this fresh produce. Like, I eat all my sweet potatoes. I eat all my fruit and all my spinach. But then, like, that's the stuff I want to keep fresh in my fridge or I want to have more of. But, like, I'm not going to go to the grocery store every week just to get replenish that. But if I can get stuff delivered to me, yes, that would be great. So yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah. And also well, just to have a Whole Foods that close to me will be amazing. Totally. 100%. Yeah. When we do Amazon Fresh, it's always, like, stupid stuff. Like, soap and toilet paper and whatever and then like carrots and frozen broccoli right right the amazon fresh people must be like you're the weirdest people ever you order like six lemons and like (laughs) the four cloves of garlic whatever yeah Yeah. it happens exactly you gotta you gotta live your best life you need what you need and also i i just so happen to buy uh lots and lots of soap I just do. I have. I've still yet to get to my Doctor Squatch soap, and my new ones I think are coming like two weeks. So I'm gonna have a back a back order in my own cabinet. I'm excited yep. about it. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, Nick is on his... He finished the first order of Dr. Squatch, and then now he's on his second order, and he's on his second bar. He used the pine tar one, and now he's on the peppermint, frosty peppermint. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why we were having those dreams, just to finish that tangent, but it was so bizarre. It is really weird, and I didn't tell you, and I didn't write it in the podcast today because I wanted to surprise you because I didn't want you to read it before I say it, but I also had a dream about you. About me? And this dream was really, really weird because <gasps> we were both... Was I mean? No, you weren't mean. Okay, good. But we were locked in this, like, haunted mansion. And that sounds like us. people... And I think it's because I watched Ghosts too much. It was, like, that kind of style of a house. Mm-hmm. And we were both locked in there. And we were trapped in sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, were we walking around in the sleeping bags or were we just like on the floor? <laughs> no, sleeping bags. This definitely around. sounds like something that would happen to us. Yeah, I know. And so we were walking around trying to figure out and none of the lights were on and we were trying to figure out how to get to the light. But we couldn't use our arms and we were trapped in the sleeping bags and we were just like hopping around in the sleeping bags. Oh and God. nothing really oh, happened. God. Nothing really happened in the dream. Just I, I woke up after a while. But it might have been a continuation of the cabin dream. Like, you know when, like, you wake up and then you fall back to sleep? Yep. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I can't explain these dreams, what they mean, why they happen, but they do. Yep. Dan Radcliffe choked up a piece of plastic in my parents' kitchen. Who, like, who, how, how do you explain that? I don't know. I mean, the sleeping bag thing is plausible. Like, that could happen. Yes. Who knows? Maybe that's what our 40s will bring. Maybe that will happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, when Matt comes to visit, my power is going to go out, and Nick's going to be like, here, guys, put sleeping bags on. I'll go out to the store and get batteries, (laughs) and then we'll just be hopping around the house looking for Lucy or something. And then we'll be like, it's the dream. It's happening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I wanted to ask you, speaking of this, about deja vu. Does that happen to you a lot? Yes, it does. Do you know why it happens? Do you want to know why, like the scientific reason why it happens? Or do you want to keep the mysticism of it? No, I don't really care. I want. I do want to know. But I just yeah. feel like it's really annoying when it happens because it's, it's very vivid and makes you feel like this has happened before. Yeah. So it I asked... happened before? <laughs> well, kind of. So I asked... So I think there's two different... Things. I think there's the actual reason why, which I asked Google many years ago, because I was like, why does this actually happen? Right. I think there is another, I don't know. I do believe in like, kind of like energies and past lives and things like that. Um, so I do believe that the, in some instance, like there are times where like, maybe not the exact situation, but something similar has happened to you previously, or even in your own life, something happened very similar previously. The actual scientific like, reasoning is that, and I can't remember if it's the left side or the right side of your brain, but it's like the right side of your brain registers something like literally a fraction of a millisecond, like a fraction of a nanosecond before the left side of your brain. And so when it happens, it's like your left side is catching up. So that's why it feels like it's already happened because somewhere in the recesses of your mind, it did happen. It's just like one half of your other mind is still catching up and and registering it later. 
So if that happens frequently, do you need to go get like a, like a CAT scan? <laughs> I have no idea. You might want to Google that. I am not a doctor. We are not science. Like we are, we are scientists for the sake of being scientists, but we are not licensed scientists on this podcast. This is not a health podcast. We are not approved by the FDA. No. This is not a cure. Like if this, you know, if you're allergic to science, please see your doctor, your physician. Yeah. Listening to this podcast will should not cause diarrhea, but if it does, check with your check healthcare with your professional. Yeah, you might you might need like a portion control um, <laughs> if that happens. Yeah, yeah. Please consult your doctor. Um, yeah, yeah. We are not sponsored by science. Nope. We just love science. Mm-hmm. We do. So that's why deja vu happens. It's fun. It's a fun thing to like read about and research. So. Yeah. Um, speaking of science. Yeah. I don't know. I know you have other things in there, but do we want to? So Sam came up with this great exercise for us. Um, now that HD, now that the Mandalorian is done for all intents and purposes, and now that His Dark Materials is done with their season, we were like, well, what are we gonna do? Like, what are we gonna? What are we gonna talk about? Even though we we know we we all know we have plenty to talk about, but. Um, Sam came up with this great idea of asking three questions, like random questions, like questions that like no one would ever ask. And so that's why I put it here. It was like, we're going to ask those hard-hitting questions for science, mm-hmm. those scientific questions mm-hmm. that others are afraid of to ask yep. for science. Yep. And I came up with three questions that I'm very excited about. Go ahead. Okay. Do you want to ask, do you want me to ask all three? Let's do like one every okay. other. And I can't, I know my answer for it, so like I can also give my answer. Okay, but yes. no particular you order. Have answer, you have to answer your own question. That's, yes, those are the rules. Yeah. Okay, them's the rules. Them's um, the rules. In them. no particular order. I say in in Mary's voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sam. If you were, <laughs> if you were a species of tree. Which would you be? Hmm. Do you want my answer? Yes. Okay. I would be a birch tree, either white or gray. Okay. That was the first tree that popped into my head. Uh-huh. I'm not even lying to you. That's why I made that face. Keep I, mean, it. I, I think they're just I, beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can withstand I, harsh winters and. Mm-hmm. I also really like birch beer. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That's another reason yeah. that I'm thinking of that. We used to have a birch tree in the front yard of my parents' house, too, and I always loved it. It was my favorite tree. It had to be taken down because it was rotten, um, and it was like a safety hazard. But um, I always loved looking out and seeing that birch tree. So, um, cool. Okay. What's your question? Well, Matt, I was dying to know, what is your, who is your least favorite weight you're drinking? It's okay. I'm done. I swallowed. Who is your least favorite Spice Girl? (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, my least favorite Spice Girl. Mm -hmm. I will say... I think it's Sporty Spice. Me too! (laughs) Oh my god, we are the same person. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even lying. I wish I could change my answer, but she's the only answer that could fit. Yeah. It's the worst one. The end. Oh my god. 
I think I need to find that movie though. I loved Spice World as a kid. I might have to maybe I'll watch that tonight. So good. Okay. Um, all right, next question. This one's a deep one, I think. What's the first scent you recall smelling? Ooh. Okay, mine is, and I, I don't know this specific scent, but maybe you know this, like, based on the sense memory that it brings up, is, like, my mom's cooking. Like, that's the first scent I, like, recall. And it's just that scent of, like, I don't know, in Italian households, right, it's, like, always garlic or sauce or, like, some kind of, like, oil frying. Like, it's just that coagulation of those scents, and that's what yeah. I remember smelling. I wish it was something cool, like pine tree but it's it's my mom's cooking that's my first scent yeah yeah i was gonna say copper tone (laughs) okay yeah my mom always used to slather it on us like when we were babies too like even when i was like really really little we always went to the beach all the time and i just remember like being covered in like my Mm -hmm. face my nose everything and i love the smell of copper tone like Mm -hmm. to me that reminds me of the beach like I, they even make like perfumes that smell like copper tone and mm. like Bobby Brown makes one called beach and it's yep. literally smells like the beach. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, yeah. Even in the summer, like when you just like go outside, like you put like sunscreen on and even if I'm not going anywhere, I'll put like just sunscreen on and then like my deodorant and like not wear yep. any perfume or anything. And it's just like a good smell. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So that, like skin summers. <laughs> yes. It's like that summer, that summer smell. Yeah. Cool. Yep. Yep. All right. Your turn. Okay. Um, what is the grossest thing you've ever eaten? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good question. I can go first. So I have something that's. I think the grossest thing I've ever eaten, but I didn't find it gross. That's fair. Does that count? Sure. I mean, sure. You can answer and interpret the question however you want. It's fine. I'm trying to think, though. Maybe you go first. I'm trying to think if there's something else that like, I actually physically found gross. Okay. Well, okay. I um, worked in an ice cream parlor when I was little. When, when I was little. When I was the same I was height. six. I was probably the same height. Um, no, in high school, like freshman year. No, I don't know. Eighth grade, whatever. Eighth, ninth grade. And uh, we would use like the hot fudge. Like, you know how you like dip the cones into like the chocolate yep. and it form like the shell. So that stuff is like really nasty and it comes in like a can. I'm sorry if I'm ruining this for anybody else in the world, but it was ruined for me. But then some people, some other people that worked there mixed, like, French fries. Like, they dipped other fried things in it that were not meant to be chocolate, chocolate, hard chocolate shelled. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't meant to be shelled. And I remember eating an ice cream cone that night, and it just tasted like, I don't even want to tell you what it tasted like, but it was, like, fishy tasting ice cream with chocolate. It's not great. Ugh. Like, yeah, it's not great. No. And it was also left, the, they left the machine on too. So like it was burnt tasting. Yeah. Yikes. I no. didn't eat, I still don't eat chocolate shell on my ice cream because of this experience. No. It's not good. Um, yeah, that's not good. Um, 
So for me, well, I guess they're kind of both. I have like two just because I like um, it was like a texture thing that was like gross. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them I liked, one of them I didn't. So when I was still eating fish and meat, um, I had tried oysters twice. Okay. Not for me. So like I think for me, they're just the first one I ever had, either I didn't put enough seasoning on it or it just still had a lot of brine and it was just gross. Like it just, it was like a booger from the sea. That's what it reminded me of. It was just not, not great. But the other one that had a similar texture, but I actually liked was escargot. Oh, yeah. So escargot's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess those, that's like the grossest thing in terms of like, in terms of like, if you think about what it was, I'm like, that's kind of yeah. gross. But yeah. I, I liked the escargot at the time because it just tastes like butter and garlic. Yeah. Yeah. Oysters are weird. Um, they're hit or miss sometimes. Like we, on our honeymoon, I had so many different seafood items. We went to, um, Nova Scotia. So like seafood is like a huge thing there, obviously. And I remember one of the restaurants we went to was like this really, like a little bit more of a high end restaurant. And they asked if we wanted oysters and when they asked what kind of oysters, Nick said like just an assortment and like, just tell us Mm. what they are knowing that we both liked oysters. So the first one I tried it was an, a Normandy oyster and it comes like sh- literally they like scoop it from the sea and like they keep it in the ocean water I guess uh, and it was just like you know that feeling when you swallow ocean water when you're swimming because yep. you like accidentally get like flipped under yep. as a kid it was like that like it was in oh. my- and it was like it was the worst it was so bad and I am one of those people that if I put something in my mouth, I will chew it and swallow it. Like I will. Right, right. I'm not going to be rude like that and ever spit it back into a napkin. I had to. I had to. Mm-hmm. It was. It was either it was going to come out that way or it was going to be bad. Bad news bears. Yeah. <laughs> bad news bears. Yeah, that was real gross. Yikes. Oysters can be gross. Yeah. They really can. Um, be. Ready for my third question? And hey. this is my favorite one. Can't wait, Sam. If you were a burrito ingredient, which would you be? Uh, and see if you can guess mine. I feel like you would be the beans. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hands down, immediately beans. <laughs> Yeah, just be beans. Yep. Um, I would probably be cheese or or I don't know. Yeah, I'd be the cheese. <laughs> That's it. Those are my questions. I like it. I like it. My um third question is what is your favorite cartoon bear? <laughs> Ooh. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I never once thought about this. See? This is why this game is so fun. Cartoon bear. Oh my god. I know. Because I don't think it's like the obvious one. I don't no. think it's like it's not for me, it's not Winnie the Pooh. No. But now I'm trying to think like who else would it be? <laughs> if not him, then who? Then who? What's yours? 
Um, hmm, it's a hard question. I I originally thought that I would go with Yogi Bear because yeah. he, he was pretty cool. But then now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I like Baloo better. Baloo's a good one. I I guess I just haven't really focused on bears enough in in cartoon. Yeah, in cartoon form. In that genre, in the cartoon form. Um, I think for me, I think it would actually be like uh, the brother from Berenstain Bears. Okay. Because <laughs> they used to have a cartoon. Um, yeah, I think it would be him because I remember like having really great memories of watching that. Mm-hmm. Um, Baloo's a good one though. Baloo's a good one. Yeah. It's not Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, it's not Winnie the Pooh for me. No, it's not Winnie the Pooh. No, no. He has no pants. And what the hell is a Pooh Bear? <laughs> Don't know. So Don't. when people actually when people call him Pooh, like mm-hmm. they call him Pooh, and I'm like I push his glasses up on those. I'm like I'm actually his name is Winnie. Yeah. He's Winnie a Pooh Bear. That's his species. Yes, yes. He's Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Good question. That was a good question. Um, also, there's like literally, if you click on that hyperlink that I sent you, I did not get any of my questions from this website. But if you just click on it real fast. Now. It's, first off, I just need you to look at the illustration on the front. I saw it. Yep, that's real interesting. And then uh, also, if you scroll down, that man with the green vest, I think, has diarrhea. Yep, yep, he's the the Harold guy or whatever his name is. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, smile through the pain. Yeah. Um. So I just thought that these were really interesting ones, and I wanted you and I to each pick one of them to just okay. there real quick because I just thought they were pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> I already know which one I want to ask so if yours is the same one then okay ask your question okay I would like to ask you number six <laughs> wait on what you, wait there's two different there's two different lists are you asking the funny questions or the ironic questions uh, oh, the, the random I, questions or random, ironic questions random nonsense questions okay alright so we are not asking the same question then okay cool but All right, ask me number six. Okay. If you were suddenly arrested for no reason and your face was flashed all over the news, what would your family and friends assume that you did? Cool. That's a good question. Um, I was arrested for no reason. Uh, They would think that it was like I was caught. I was caught like. I was accidentally, like, I was arrested because, like, I, like, accidentally, like, I don't know, like, I had, like, a a book or something. I was reading something in a bookstore, and, like, I put it somewhere else where it was not supposed to be, and the bookkeeper was, like, that he stole it. Like, I I would get caught, like, for something that I didn't do, but I would get arrested, but I would, like, talk myself into the arrest, like, if that makes sense. Like, they would ask me, like, all these questions, I'm like, oh, uh, I would get so nervous. That I'd be like, I, I don't know. Yeah, just like, yeah, take me in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I did this. I maybe I, did. I don't know. Yeah, I was there. I was there. Uh, I touched the book. I did touch a book. 
I touched a book. I don't know if I, I stole a, one. I have books. I like books. <laughs> I love I love lamp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think that I would probably be arrested at the DMV for insulting the DMV for existing. That's why I would be arrested. Um, no, I don't know. I'd probably be arrested for the same kind of reason. Like, just accidentally digging myself deeper into some crap like wrong place wrong time like they were following a car and it looked like my car or like whatever yes. i just pulled over anyway and then was like here arrest me yeah i did it that's <laughs> Wait, like one of my biggest fears is that like somehow my identity is gonna get stolen and yeah. someone's gonna like there's gonna be an arrest warrant out for someone else but that is using my name yeah and like i just like out of nowhere there's just like helicopters outside my house terrifying it is it really is do you also know what's really sad to me that we've never talked about before is the silver alerts yes they're so sad they make I me know. really sad yeah grapefruits if you don't know what a silver alert is it's when an old person an elderly person is uh they they either steal a car or they are in their own car and they have like dementia or alzheimer's or they're just old and people are worried about their like well-being, like where they are, and right. they put out a silver alert. Yeah, Look. yeah, sad, sad stuff. Anyway, what is your question? Okay, so I picked one from the ironic question list. Although this isn't, I don't know if this is ironic, but um, um, that's so not it, really ironic. It's just really bad luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's like rain on your wedding day. Yeah. Uh, the question is. Do mermaids birth live children or do they lay eggs? <laughs> oh my god. And I picked this one because it was not only was it a nonsense like question, crazy ironic, but it was bolded in that list. Like it was in bold. And it was like, obviously I'm picking this one. The one below it is pretty good too, but yeah, what do you think? I say they lay eggs because of the fish part. Yeah, they're not they're humans. Lower, they're not mammals. Their lower body is fish. Like, but, are we really going to get into the like reproductive organs of a mermaid? We but, don't know. But here's the thing: dolphins are mammals, right? And they have a fin. They too. have live, and they they whelp live pups. Right, but like also sharks are fish, and they, they don't have eggs. No, they don't. They have pups. Yeah, they just, like, they just pop out. out. <laughs> yeah, they just poop out some sharks. They don't That's like how it. birth works. Yeah, so I feel like... Uh, it's a conundrum. But the other thing is, is, like, I don't know. Because, like, if it the top half is human... Right. Is it housed... In the human part, or is it housed in the fish part? Because that could change things. Because then That's it's the difference true. between the entire thing happening in the bottom half, yeah. the entire thing happening for the most part in the top half. I also don't know that I've seen any kind of depiction of, <laughs> I'm going to go there, sorry, of mermaids like having intercourse at all. Right. right. I don't even know if they have, have 
genitalia reproductive organs is it like a mule right is it like a mule like a mule can't reproduce I, <laughs> I don't know but like king triton had to have he has seven kids so like how yeah. that happen how, how? how magic you how would you do it don't know but i do know like in the hey, light fruits, if you know tell us in the lighthouse movie he has like an imagination of having intercourse with a merfolk in the thirteenth year, that kid was born from a mermaid. Yeah. Aqu- was she human? Aquaman. Aqu- Nicole Kidman gave birth to Aquaman. Yeah. So it's true. You heard it here first. Maybe they have to Nicole turn. Kidman is a mermaid. Okay, I have my answer. Maybe they have to turn. They like okay, so they turn into humans. They do they, stuff. They right. go back. They turn back into mermaids. They like. They gestate. Gestate in the ocean, then they have to turn back into humans to give birth. That seems like a lot of steps. Yeah, for like what? But then, is it a human baby? This is a great topic. We should have started our next podcast (laughs) with this. I know. I know. We might have to come back to this. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you think because we're not sure. Somebody somewhere is going to be like, "Well, actually." And we'll and just I'm... have to wait and see ah. what I meant by that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like then, like, mermaids, and then there's, like, tuna, but it's, like, chicken of the sea. Like, there's a lot of things happening. We just... Yeah. We gotta just... figure it out. We gotta get the, we gotta get the, hard, the hard-hitting poop on this. Mm-hmm. Yep. What else did we write in this script? Oh, I just wanted That's to... All you... what, is, what is the last thing you wrote? You don't want to know. You don't okay. you literally don't want to know Santeria, what it's like the the song I don't practice Santeria. Yeah, but do you know what Santeria is? Isn't it like mumbo jumbo like hoodoo magic like voodoo magic? Yeah. Like crystal so, ball and all that stuff. Sure, but what's you worse is that? They, okay. So I'm gonna tell you because I had to know about this, so you have to know about this, and now grapefruits have to know about it too. Nick is listening to the grossest freaking podcasts ever about Taria. um last podcast on the left is covering this like crazy guy who was this crazy santeria guy and practice all this stuff and they believe in creating these things called ingangas and the ingangas are these big cauldrons filled with all kinds of things like human candy and chocolate, and marshmallows, and and cocoa puffs. That's what I would put. Maybe in, some waffle crisp. That's what I would put in my unganga if I was practicing Santeria. But no, they believe that these things will um, possess whatever magical powers. They're spirit creatures, and you have to put sticks in them. They believe that sticks have magical properties, spiritual properties, and that if you put sticks into them, then they will like exude whatever you ask it to do like you could ask it whatever and it'll manifest go pick up my pizza sure and it'll do that for you Correct. i don't know and uh depending on what you put in it is how powerful it is so if you put like human like animal stuff is like a like a chicken is less strong than like a pig and like a human is like the the be all and end all but they say that if you feed a human to it, then it's always going to want human blood. And you have to keep Yikes. feeding. So if you do that, 
apparently a lot of like the Santeria practicers, practitioners or whatever, mm-hmm. that believe in this thing. I don't even know what Santeria is. I don't even know if there's like good people that are Santeria or if it's all like one blanket term for like this ancient thing. So I apologize if you are of like whatever descent and you practice Santeria and you're like, no, you're wrong. That's not that. I'm only talking about these crazy people who are going off the deep end and are committing crimes to do these things. That's, that's what mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, so those people are evil because they're like serial killers and they're killing people to feed their ungangas or whatever. Right. There's other people that are grave robbers that are putting those things into these things. And apparently the worse it smells, the better, the more powerful your unganga is. So that's another thing too. So there's like feces. So it's a, it's a trash can. It's like a giant trash can biohazard um, problem. Yeah. Isn't that like how the virus we're trying to combat is like started? Yeah. Not, not saying like it didn't start like, but like not because of that, but like. No, because of yeah. these open air, like not Weird. great practices. Yep. So I don't want to tell you to Google an unganga, but I did like, already. It's too late. <laughs> it's disgusting. Okay. It's real it's real bad. And I'm sorry if you're if you're interested in doing something like that, don't bring one to my house as a housewarming no. gift. That's all I'm gonna say. No. I just, I, I am fascinated by stuff like this because it exists in the world, but mm-hmm. I just don't want to know about it past that. Like, yep. I don't need to see pictures of it. I don't need to listen to a three-hour podcast about it. Nope. So, nope. Yeah. But Nick is really fascinated about it, and I was like, fascinated like how? Like, you're going to make one? Because you're not. <laughs> right. No. Nope. Not my house. Nope. Not my house. Not today. Not ever. Yeah, like he's at Whole Foods right now by himself, and I'm a little nervous. I don't know. He's gonna come back with a giant. (laughs) He's like, I got this pasta pot (laughs) and some sticks. Mm. Yeah. No. Um. On a more positive note, um, my sister was like, we were over there, and she was like, I remember Matt from visiting Manhattanville, but like. I don't remember what he looks like. Show me a picture of him. So I showed your jingle jingle bells. <laughs> you shaking your jingle bell things. Um, grapefruits. In I bought my beard. In my beard. In his beard. I bought. Get your mind out of the gutter. Out of the. Get your mind out of the nganga. Get it out. Get it out of there. Yeah, they're little beard baubles for his beard, and he sent a video of him shaking his beard around. And the baubles jingle and stuff, and everyone really, really liked it. And I had to play the video multiple times, so I just wanted to shout out to your beard baubles. Thank Excellent you. performance. Thank also, you. my I'd sister- like to thank my beard for that, and and you for getting me the beard baubles. And then my sister was like, "Matt is so cute. She's Aww. he's so adorable." And I was like, "I will tell him." And now I will tell thank everyone on air, Matt is adorable. Thank you, Amanda. Well, it's true. You are quite adorable, Matt. Oh, cute. Thanks. So cute. Um, Matt also really likes to eat lentils all the time. <laughs> is that and... is the only reason why you wrote that in there? No. So <laughs> I wanted to tell you that my I had a really long conversation with my uh, grandmother, and she was telling me 
that lentils are very, 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 very good luck in Bologna. Yes, they are. And in northern Italy and most of Italy, lentils are considered very good luck. And so I just wanted to tell you that. Yeah, New Year's Day, I think it is a tradition that you're supposed to eat them. And I did eat them on New Year's Day. Yep. Um, it's supposed to bring you good luck, I guess, because, you know, they shape, they're shaped like coins and things like that. But lentils are very good luck. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, I love lentils. And they pack a wallop. There's a lot of fiber and good carbs and good protein in them for yeah. not so many calories. There. So, They're pretty good. Eat lentils. Eat lentils. Mm-hmm. Throw them in a soup. Pop just, them in your mouth. Well, just, cook them first. Don't just pop them in your mouth. Don't just do that because that's not don't. good. Because they'll taste like dirt and they will hurt. Yep. If yep. you're about to pop one in your mouth, think this. Dirt hurt. Dirt You won't hurts. do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, I also would like to discuss real quick before we go, because it's something I did this week. I went to New York City, and it was the first time I have been to the city since the pandemic. And I was really, I don't know, I felt guilty about it. I felt like this sense of like, people are going to, who first off, who cares what people think? I knew I was being safe. And like, that's all that matters to me. But like, I felt like my integrity, like people were going to be like, ugh, you preach all about hand sanitizing and like social distance. Like, why are you going to go into the city? Well, people live in the city, and they're also being safe. Like, it's a place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not It's not like you're going into, like, Chernobyl in the middle right. of, you know, right. I don't know. So um, we went to the Museum of Natural History, and I was yes. so excited to walk through there. Um, it First off, they're only allowing people from New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut in there. They're doing temperature checks. No. They had everyone socially distanced before you got into the museum and then they did temperature checks inside as well and then they actually had like a mask patrol inside telling people to make sure that they had their masks on if people were too close to each other or they weren't following the arrows in the exhibits they were telling people to like spread out and nice uh, they were really really pretty dedicated about it and i and i have to say that the museum wasn't too crowded um we went in at 12 30 in the afternoon so it wasn't like packed really And we stayed there for like an hour and a half, walked around all the exhibits. And I was geeking out over all the dinosaur stuff after Michelle has talked to us about everything. Um, It was really cool. And I found the hydrosaur and I was like, the hydrosaur! Mm -hmm. Yeah! Mm -hmm. And um, my sister was like, yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, no, no, it's cool. This is why. You don't get it. Yeah. And uh, then we walked through the... What was that exhibit called? It's like... The one with the brontosaurus that had the head coming out? Because that was cool. You sent me a video and you were like... I I don't know if it was your sister or Nick or Ryan behind you, but you were like, no, but like, it's so big. Look at it. Like, it sounded like you were like defending it against someone. No one was around me. I'm just crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know who I was talking to. Probably one of them. Um... No, we went into, like, the Hall of, of People. I don't know what the exhibit's called. It's, like, ancient people. Like, yep. ancient Chinese yep. culture and um, all the Indian, like, Hindu, Buddhist, all all of that stuff there that we spent a long time in there, looking at all of the different shrines. And um, it's fascinating to know how people lived back in the day. And also, mm-hmm. like, Mesopotamian people and, like, all the just ancient cultures in general is very, very interesting. Yeah. Um, 
So that was cool. And then Ryan had never been to the museum before somehow. What? I don't know. And so we showed him the giant whale. And the only thing I was disappointed at the museum for at all was that the Rose Center for Air and Space was closed. And uh, so I didn't see any of the astronaut stuff. And I really have been geeking out over that kind of stuff. Yeah. Really excited about it. So I, I wanted to see all that stuff again. But I've seen it in the past. So it's okay. It's not the end of the world. And then we it went. It will be back. It will be back. Yeah. And then we went to Bryant Park. And we walked around like the Christmas market out there. There weren't many shops at all. Um, we just like grabbed a beer outside, sat there. Um, and then we went to Frank's for dinner. Nice. Just, and we sat outside also with like the heat lamps and it was freezing. <laughs> it's really, really cold. But your food's hot and you have a winter jacket on and I had my earbags. Grapefruits. Have I told you about earbags? Are you wearing shopping bags on your ears now? No. Is that what's happening? Earbags, earbags are like are like pre-stoggles. Like that earbags have been like my obsession for like my whole life. You've never even talked to me about earbags. What? Have I seen these? Oh my god. I am tempted to like run downstairs and get them right now, but I won't. Basically, they're little like they're little pods. This is not them, but this is just like my stoggles case. I'm just using it as like a example. So they're like little, like, they're like, imagine you cut like an oval out of like this, like to fit over your ear, right? Like an earmuff, but with no band. And it has like a bendy, snappy thing inside. So you unclip it and then you clip it to your ear and then it stays on like an earmuff. And then, so you have two of them, obviously. And they're great because you can just keep them in your pocket or you keep them in, in your purse or wherever. And then if it's cold out, you can just pop them onto your ears and it doesn't mess your hair up. So I like them. Great. Okay. That's cool. And then we went to Augur's Well after that, which is right in St. Mark's Place area, right near mm-hmm. where Frank's is. And yeah, it was really good. Nice. Good stuff. But Very we were nice. for most of the time and Nick drove us all in and drove us out. So great. we use a bus or a train or the subway or anything like that and we yeah. walked a lot and i almost had my legs fall off the next day because yeah. I, I don't do anything during quarantine well it's so, because like and you were so small that you have to take like five steps for like a normal step so yeah. Thank <laughs> you for because it makes me feel better for being a total uh dumpster fire and not being able to walk. But literally, think about it. Like, I work in front of a computer. Yep. I don't stretch. And then I sit down and eat dinner sitting. And I podcast sitting. And then I have a nine-pound chihuahua on my lap at almost all times. So yeah. oh, Lucy. my legs don't understand what it is to walk, like, yep. seven miles. Your legs assume that you're always, you always have your lap present so they're like what is this where did the lap go i yeah i don't know i don't know it's crazy well (laughs) good i'm glad you guys had fun in nyc um i did not go while it was down in the new york area to nyc um and i'm bummed that i can't go to the natural history museum because i'm from new hampshire now but (laughs) i get it i understand it i understand why i will go 2025 will be a great year for museums 
Yeah, well, it's funny because you, some of the museums, like I think the Guggenheim and the MoMA, I'm pretty sure both of those don't, they're only allowing people from New York, not even New Jersey or Connecticut. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's fine. This too shall pass. Mm-hmm. It will. It will. Yep. Well, Sam, we've given away a lot of our Bakery. stock supply. A lot of our supply. I know. I'm sorry. I was feeling generous today. No, me too. Me too. I feel like that mermaid one really threw us for a loop. Yeah. <laughs> we really went into the we really went into the seaweeds with that one. Yep. I'm gonna gloss over that dad joke and just <laughs> right along to the fact that I'm gonna do a lot of uh, deep dives on on mermaids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. I love it. Next week you come in, you have like charts. I can't wait. Yeah, or like ancient texts. Mm-hmm. I'm going to. You wait. You wait and see. Great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward anyway, to it. We don't. Yeah. We don't want to give away too much more of the bakery, but thank you, Grapefruits, for listening. As always, we appreciate you. And please interact with us. It's really fun for us um, to hear from you, hear your perspectives on things. Um, we have. I don't care who you are. You could be related to us. You could be best friends with us we could just like not know you at all but if you listen to us and you want to tell us something or suggest something we would love to hear from you so follow us on social media at peace love grapefruit on instagram and also on facebook and you can email us at peace love grapefruit at gmail.com and yeah that's really it i won't say much more but as matt always says sal kadula mechikamula bippity boppity boo that's not the one. But aren't you impressed on how quickly I just let that roll off the tongue? I am really, really, really impressed. Right? Yeah. It's because I said I did not like Cinderella, so I figured I should, uh, you know, I like it. redeem I like myself it. a little bit. Uh, no, I always say peace, love, grapefruit. That's the one. Anyway, see you next week, grapefruits. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. Thank you.